Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Tower without power across Florida. The Virginia governor declares a state of emergency ahead of the storm. I'm Dick Iuliano. Also this morning. A new pilot program in the district will provide millions to help families facing homelessness. I'm Melissa Howell. Gains on Wall Street, the Dow, NASDAQ, S&P all up by 2%. Good morning, it's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Ian is a Category 1 hurricane now over much of central to northeast Florida, still causing big trouble in the southwest, too, where it made landfall in mid-afternoon. WTSP-TV's Jenna Bourne looked at damage in St. Petersburg. This roof of what looked like a patio collapsed uh, at home. That's really the first home damage that we've seen out here in the St. Pete area. That was in South St. Pete, and um, it looks like power was out in that neighborhood. We saw a, a tree down on power lines, and we were actually just turning our, our car around to avoid that down power lines when we saw that roof had collapsed. Tampa Bay avoided a head-on hit. Fort Myers did not, and swamped one Florida hospital from both above and below. A storm surge flooding its lower-level emergency room as fierce winds tore part of its fourth floor roof from its intensive care unit. Some two million power customers tonight have no power. Bill Plants spent a half a century with CBS News asking questions like this of presidents. Did you make a mistake in sending arms to Tehran, sir? No, and I'm not taking any more questions. Bill Platt has died at age 84. His former CBS News colleague, Peter Mayer. Bill Platt covered a history book's worth of news for CBS. Over his half-century career, he was on the scene for the Selma to Montgomery civil rights marches, the Vietnam War, four presidents, countless other stories that he liked to remember. Behind the scenes, Bill was a cherished colleague and mentor to many who worked for CBS and for other news organizations. And Grammy award-winning rapper Coolio has died. He was 59. With Russia trying to mobilize hundreds of thousands of military personnel and preparing to annex parts of Ukraine after so-called referendums recognized by almost nobody. The U.S. Embassy in Russia is warning Americans in the country to depart immediately as the war in Ukraine enters a new phase. The State Department says dual U.S. citizens could be forced to enlist. Correspondent Natalie Brand. California's Governor Gavin Newsom signs a bill to help farm workers unionize. Correspondent Steve Futterman. The new law will allow farm workers to vote by mail in union elections rather than physical locations. Proponents say that will prevent workers from being intimidated. Opponents, including the California Farm Bureau, say the system lacks enough safeguards to prevent fraud. The wait is over for Yankee slugger Aaron Judge in Toronto and the 3-2. Drill deep to left field. This could be it. See ya. He's done it. Number 61. He's been chasing history. And now he makes it. Michael Kay on the Yes Network. Vice President Kamala Harris set to condemn North Korea's weapons test in Seoul ahead of a visit to the DMZ. This is CBS News. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me October 4th for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms. WTOP at 103. 
Thursday morning, 29th of September, 2022. Clear, quite comfortable. Overnight, early morning, 40s and 50s for the low by daybreak Thursday. Having dropped a degree, we're at 55 in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the stories we're looking at for you this morning as we head into this 1 a.m. hour together. Our top story this morning remains Hurricane Ian, which is spinning a little slower this morning over Florida. But sustained winds are still maxing out near 90 miles an hour. And as it moves northward, our region is prepping for what it could bring to us. With the remnants of Ian expected to push into Virginia starting Friday, Governor Glenn Youngkin has issued a state of emergency, calling Ian a large and powerful storm. The declaration is intended to ensure that communities have the resources necessary to cope with the effects of the storm, which could include heavy rain, flooding, wind damage, and other impacts. The declaration will allow Virginia to begin mobilizing resources. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. WTOP News time now 104. In the district, there's a new plan to spend millions to help families transitioning out of homelessness. The new pilot program is called the Career Mobility Act Plan, or MAP. It'll designate $25 million to help 600 low-income families in the district by providing up to $10,000 in cash payments. It'll target families trying to come out of homelessness and don't need permanent housing vouchers. Mayor Muriel Bowser says the goal is to allow parents to advance their careers and avoid what she calls the benefits cliff, losing benefits due to a higher income. Residents who applied will be selected through a lottery. They will then be paired with a program navigator to ensure they meet their career and family goals. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. WTOP News Time, 105 Thursday morning. As the purple metro line, the light rail system is built between Bethesda and New Carrollton, there are concerns about gentrification around the rail stations. A two-year analysis on this issue shows government leaders and community groups alike should protect affordable housing and small businesses around those Purple Line stations under construction in Maryland. The 16-mile line will be the first direct suburb-to-suburb -suburb rail line in our region. Community leaders have long worried that without attention, rising land values and rents around the 21 stations will price out business and residents, in particular in lower-income communities in Prince George's County. Communities most at risk included Long Branch, Langley Park, and Riverdale Park. The Purple Line is set to open in 2026. WTOP at 106. In other news, this early morning here on WTOP, a much-loved boxing coach was killed over the weekend Saturday in D.C., and his family continues to mourn his loss, as you might imagine. His son plans to honor his dad by taking the ring in a big match. It's a contest the two had been training for for a long time. Arthur Buddy Harrison Jr. coached at Old School Boxing in Hillcrest Heights, Maryland. And among his students, his son, boxer Dusty Hernandez Harrison. Everyone would say, like, yeah, you know, you got a perfect excuse not to fight again, but I think it'd be a perfect excuse to anyone but, but Buddy. As police search for the person who killed his dad, Hernandez Harrison says the outpouring of support for his family has been incredible, and he's truly learned how much his dad loved his community. I'm getting told, hey, you know, your father always used to make sure we got home from school okay. As Hernandez Harrison takes to the ring and the Beltway battles is coming Saturday, he says it'll be difficult not having his dad in there motivating him. He was a great corner man. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP Thursday morning, September 29th at 1.07. Traffic and weather coming up next. Stay with us. A complete picture of the battle space in seconds, when every second counts. That is the power of JADC2, Joint All-Domain Command and Control. 
Raytheon Intelligence in Space puts that power in the hands of warfighters, connecting and fusing data from satellites, aircraft, ships, ground vehicles, and across cyberspace, making sense of it, securing it, and providing decision makers with the information they need to act across any domain and against any challenge. Raytheon Intelligence in Space. Visit rtx.com slash RIS. Dean Lane on WTOP. Here's David and Lisa Stadler of Stadler Nurseries. Stadler's free tree planting sale is back. Now's the perfect time to plant trees for beauty, shade, and privacy. And to take advantage of our popular free tree planting sale. Buy any tree that is $200 or more between September 8th and October 9th, and we'll plant it in your yard free if you live within 30 miles of the nursery. Delivery and a one-year warranty are included. Stop by, shop online, or by phone. There's no need to meet with our landscape crew. Call 877-STADLER. Thursday morning, 108 on WTC. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Over to Rich Hunter this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, southbound 95 in uh, Virginia. Shed south of Route 630 Stafford towards Centerport Park. We are again getting by at the work zone. Single file to left. They did have it stopped for about 30 minutes as a result of that construction where they're laying steel beams of what will become the new American Legion Bridge over top of 95, part of the express lane project headed down toward Fredericksburg. Now, along the way, just after the exit for Route 630 Stafford, broken down track to trailer in the right lane, so you have to be very careful coming around that curve, passing the interchange. It's going to be sitting right there in that curve. And then beyond that, it just, you know, it's just very slow still. They just released traffic a couple of minutes ago. So it'll take a while for those delays to clear out. Now, elsewhere in the district, new problem in northeast, northbound side of North Capitol Street block between P Street and Florida Avenue as a result of police activity. And that also shuts down P Street between North Capitol Street and Florida Avenue. So, again, expect to be redirected there as a result. It's also a police investigation in southwest, uh, closing Galveston Street between South Capitol Street and Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. Uh, crash cleanup continues Minnesota Avenue between Randall Circle and M Place. Again, watch for police direction there as well. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking what should be a pretty nice-looking Thursday for you. We're starting off on a cool side once again, but warming to the upper 60s to around 70. Still well below average, still rather breezy. Uh, rain moves in late in the day on Friday. So most of your Friday's dry, but then rain moves in late in the day with a high of 68. Expect rain from in for the weekend as well. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 57 degrees in Upper Marlboro this morning, 56 Centerville. We're looking at 55 in Manassas, 55 Silver Spring, 54 Germantown, 55 and Holding at our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour Thursday morning, September 29th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. This latest check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The latest on Ian coming up next on WTOP, where the time now is 1.10. Good morning. Here's a highlight from Juliana Vita, the group vice president and chief strategy advisor at Splunk. On Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar sponsored by Splunk. Cloud can help us optimize. It can help us automate a lot of processes and tools that hold our workforce back that keep people from being productive that keep people from enjoying their work so that automation orchestration concept listen to the entire discussion on federal news network search cloud exchange
Public sector leaders today have to make decisions at speeds their missions demand. Any delays or errors can be costly. Splunk Cloud Platform is helping IT, DevOps, and security teams make confident decisions so they can secure, operate, and innovate faster across multi-cloud and hybrid cloud environments. And with peace of mind, knowing our platform adheres to rigorous security and compliance standards, including FedRAMP Moderate. Learn how Splunk can support your missions by visiting splunk.com slash public sector. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 111 Thursday morning. Welcome in. News special report. Florida is anything but a sunshine state tonight after Hurricane Ian hit the southwest of the peninsula as a Category 4 hurricane in mid-afternoon. The power started flickering on and off at about 6 a.m. And it was like a really bad discotheque for a few hours where the lights were on, off, on, off, on, off. Sandra Donatelli of Bonita Springs has a lot of company. About 2 million customers are without power tonight. The effects of the storm all over the state. Alex Wilson with the Weather Channel. Here across the central part of Florida, we could see well over a foot, easily exceeding, even doubling our average September rainfall. Damage assessments will start in the morning. Governor Ron DeSantis. So this is going to be a nasty, nasty uh, day, two days. Uh, probably we think now it will be exiting the peninsula uh, sometime on Thursday. And and then it will likely gain strength over the Atlantic again and come back onto land in Georgia. CBS News Special Report. I'm Tom Foti. WTOP News Time, 112. Our former boss, Jim Farley, who was vice president of news and programming at WTOP, is right now in Fort Myers, Florida, very near where the hurricane, Hurricane Ian, made landfall. This is a monster storm. It was darn near a category five and everything is hitting in the right place to make it the perfect storm it's coming ashore as high tide is coming in i lived in a building that was a block and a half from the beach i now have gulf front property there's six feet of water i live on fort myers beach not to be confused with the city of fort myers which is 20 miles away we're a barrier island seven miles long the Gulf of Mexico on one side, Estero Bay on the other, and Estero Bay and the Gulf met together in my parking lot. Yeah, they're talking about record storm surge where you are, right? Uh, absolutely. The elevation of our property at the base is all of six feet. And with six feet of water out there, that makes it a 12-foot storm surge. So basically, the entire island Astero Island, which is the location of the town of Fort Myers Beach, is underwater. Have you lost power yet, Jim? No power, no running water, no electricity. The elevators are out, but we're safe and dry. We're in a fifth floor unit in a building that was built to Florida hurricane codes. We're well supplied with food and water, and uh, I, I made it to the liquor store uh, earlier in the week. Priorities. So we, we can ride this out. We thought uh, Jameson might have been on the hurricane diet there. Uh, it, it, it was, as a matter of fact. Uh, it fortifies me uh, when I do dumb things like fail to get out of Dodge before a major hurricane. Uh, what about the communication from local authorities uh, leading up to what's going on right now? How, how would you judge how they handled it? Very, very well. They gave the evacuation orders early. They told you specifically where you needed to evacuate. And here in Florida, what a mandatory evacuation means, you don't have to leave. It's just letting you know that if you decide to stay and you call police, fire, or ambulance, they will not respond until after the hurricane is gone. 
So you take that risk by staying. Our former boss here at WTOP, Jim Farley, who was vice president of news and programming at TOP, talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Thursday morning, 1.15 now. Sports time indeed. And Rob's turn this morning. The Nationals walked off the Braves in extra innings, 3-2 on C.J. Abrams. Tenth inning single to cap a three for five night at the plate, Dave Martinez. What I loved is that he was very poised. Right? He took his swings and then all of a sudden got, makes a good pitch. It was a good pitch. And he stayed down, stayed with it, and was able to kick good wood on it, put it in the hole, and um, driving a big run for us. Which means his first big league Gatorade bath and getting mobbed at the plate. How was it, CJ? I was freezing. I was really cold. <laughs> and I got like three, four of them. But it was fun, though. Abrams' walk-off winner was the only Nationals run not driven in by Luke Voigt. And Josiah Gray pitched a strong six innings, but for no decision. Aaron Judge entered the record books with home run number 61 to tie Roger Maris for the American League record for home runs in a season with Roger Maris Jr. and Mama Judge on hand. The Orioles' wildcard bid isn't looking good after a 3-1 loss in Boston. At 135, the O's will try to settle for a split of this virtual must-win series. Speaking of virtual must-wins, the Washington Commanders have one in Dallas Sunday. They'll be wearing all black for the first time in franchise history. So how do you ensure you're not dressed for the funeral for your season, Terry McLaurin? If we could come out there and play our style of game and not get behind early. I think that just gives us the best chance to be successful. More complimentary football guys flying around defensively, creating havoc and turnovers and offensive, creating explosive plays and sustaining drives. And when you have those opportunities, you're going to be in a lot of games. The Capitals skated to a 3-1 exhibition victory in Philadelphia. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 117 Thursday morning on WTOP. Of the top stories we're following for you here at TOP this early morning. Hurricane Ian has been downgraded, as we've been telling you, to a Category 1 storm this overnight early morning. Sustained winds maxing out at around 90 miles an hour right now, down from 150 when it made landfall Wednesday afternoon. But it remains extremely dangerous, as you might imagine. Some people are trapped by high water in their homes, and more than 2 million customers are in the dark without power across Florida. Here at home, starting Friday, the storm's effects will be felt in Virginia with days of rain. And on Wednesday, Governor Glenn Youngkin this week declared a state of emergency to help agencies prepare for, at times, heavy rain and strong wind gusts. In other news, this Thursday morning, the head of D.C.'s 911 Dispatch Center was a no-show before a D.C. Council Oversight Committee. An emergency in the family caused this. The focus was apparently mistakes that delayed urgent care, including sending first responders to the wrong addresses. Multiple families testified about how their loved ones died. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories this Thursday morning, September 29th, in just minutes. Where the time now is 118. Good morning. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Outbound on the Roosevelt Bridge as you leave the district headed toward Roslyn. The crash reported on the outbound lanes of the Roosevelt Bridge, but unclear if any lanes are closed. Uh, just be careful. It looks like it's going to be right near the work zone uh, approaching uh, the exit for the George Washington Parkway, so be extra careful there as a result. Again, that's outbound Roosevelt Bridge headed toward Virginia. Crash apparently along the right side of the roadway. Now, elsewhere, if you're traveling on eastbound 66, you do have work zones in place between 29 and 28 in Centerville, just a single right lane block. Between the Fairfax County Parkway and Route 50 Fairfax, two left lanes get you by. Between 123 and Nutley, you're down to a single left lane. Then as you approach the Beltway, the through lanes are open. However, the exit that takes you to the inner loop of the Beltway, that's exit 64B, 
and the exit, which uh, the left exit, which takes you to the express lanes, both inner and outer loop. Both those exits closed as part of a work zone. The ramp to the outer loop does remain open. 66 westbound as you approach and pass over the Beltway. Single left lane gets you by as you head out toward Nutley Street. A little bit of a break then. It slows again between 123 and 52 left lanes past the work zone. Keep in mind exit 57BNA, that's the exits to westbound and eastbound Route 50, both closed as part of that work zone. Uh, you'll be diverted to the Fairfax County Parkway. And then westbound between the County Parkway and 29 and Centerville, eventually down to one single lane to the right to that work zone. And 95 southbound, uh, the work zone in place as you head south of Route 630 Stafford, working your way down towards Centerport Parkway at last check. Uh, you were getting by single file to left, but heads up for the broken down tractor trailer right after the beginning of the work zone, and that was blocking the right lane as well. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking what should be one more really nice day across our area before Hurricane Ian moves our way. First of all, though, your Thursday looking good. A cool start once again. You might need the jacket stepping out the front door, but highs in the afternoon, upper 60s to around 70. Still a little breezy, so, yeah, it'll still feel kind of cool. Friday, more clouds and rain moving in late in the day. The most part, it'll be lighter rain, but late evening hours, uh, yeah, we could see some of that rain around. Ian moving in Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Not expecting too much in the way of wind, but it will be rather rainy. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Well, it's 56 in Ruston, 58 Bethesda, 57 in Woodbridge, down to 55 in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, September 29th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. This latest check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. The latest on Ian coming right up on WTOP. It's 120. Good morning. WTOP and Silver Diner bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP. At home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday for dine-in lunch only at 18 Silver Diner locations. Enter today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch Friday. Why buy a boring new car when you can have an amazing certified pre-owned luxury car from Select Auto Imports? Select is a five-star dealer that has been in the D.C. area for more than 30 years. Customers know that the BMWs, Mercedes, and Maseratis at Select feel like they are brand new. Drive your dream car with no payments for three months. And for a limited time, all premium vehicles are up to 33% off MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia. Drive luxury for less and find out what drives you. Is WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 121. CBS News special report. Nearly 2 million power customers are in the dark in Florida as Hurricane Ian swamps the state. Sandra Donatelli lives in Bonita Springs. The wind and the surge was much stronger here than I thought it would be and much stronger than the rain actually was. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas rode out the storm in Fort Myers, close to where Ian made landfall as a Category 4 with winds of 150 miles per hour. Sanibel Island was among the first to feel Ian's wrath as it came on shore, causing major flooding. Residents here were among the 2.5 million people who were told to evacuate. Some chose to stay. A significant number of people are trapped in homes and calling first responders for help. Governor Ron DeSantis stresses. Local responders can make, make decisions, but by and large, uh, until the storm passes, you know, they are not going to go into a situation uh, for rescue uh, and put their own folks um, at risk. CBS News Special Report, I'm Jennifer Kuyper. WTOP at 122 Thursday morning. President Joe Biden this week has been in direct contact with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, along with the mayors of Clearwater, Tampa, and St. Petersburg. 
president telling them to contact him directly if they need anything during this weather crisis. This morning, political founding editor Jonathan Harris on how the president is actually being graded so far for his response to this ongoing catastrophe. Well, I think the grade will really come later once we have the cleanup of the storms heating just now. I don't really know what's going to be left in its way. I will say that, uh, you know, we're so used to these kind of nonstop partisan and ideological arguments. At a moment like this, it doesn't matter if you're a, a small government conservative, a big government liberal, Republican, Democrat. You're just judging government, federal government and state government by how effective it is in meeting crisis. So, John, uh, let's turn a moment to other news. West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin, he has blown up a lot of deals that his fellow Democrats have made recently. But now it's Manchin who's backing down because we've got to get this spending bill through. Can you tell us about it? Sure thing. I mean, he's not the first, but he uh, is the latest uh, person who gets his hand handed to him by uh, Republican Senator Mitch McConnell. McConnell led the Republicans in what basically seems like an effort at payback. As part of his deal with fellow Democrats, uh, Manchin got something, agreement from them on something he really wants, which is expedited review of energy projects. He thinks the regulatory process is too burdensome, take too long. Now, that's an art Republicans ordinarily would believe in, but they turned on him, made it clear they were not going to pass this. And so Manchin asked that it be taken out of an emergency spending bill. It's unclear whether he'll get his objective eventually. It is clear that uh, McConnell and the Republicans have scored a win for payback. Political co-founder John Harris talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign. So print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash this is your sign for details. Thursday morning, September 29th, 1.25 in the morning. Money news each half hour at 25 and 55, a preview of your business day this Thursday on TOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Pay-as-you-go plans are common among wireless phone providers. Now Verizon is trying it with home broadband. Sources say it will team up with a major retailer to launch the service next month. Prepaid services are popular with customers who may not want or qualify for regular service plans. Amazon is putting a new spin on its oldest electronic gadget. It has unveiled the Kindle Scribe, which allows users to take notes with a pen. The device will ship later this year with a $339 price tag. The Scribe is just one of many devices announced by Amazon. It is also introducing a bedside device that combines a lamp, alarm clock, and sleep tracker. What would you do with the extra free time if you worked a four-day week? A Boston College researcher says people on those schedules average an extra hour of sleep every night. Only a small amount of the freed-up time was spent on other activities. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Here's a highlight from Byron Atkins Jr., the director of the Interior Business Center at IBM, on Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar, sponsored by IBM. Cloud is specifically a part of your enterprise, and when you're choosing workloads, think about what the workloads have to do. Make sure you understand the dependencies of the workload and what it might cost if you do deploy it in a in multiple locations.